It's good to see everyone. Happy you came back at some point. <laughs> um, I want to make three announcements before uh, I go into the Dharma talk. The first announcement is um, about affinity groups. So it seems like there's a lot of interest for the BIPOC, Black Indigenous uh, People of Color group. So this will happen uh, every evening at 6.45 after the meal when we uh, come back. Uh, For those uh, who self-identify as BIPOC and are interested, it's possible to join others uh, just above here in M200, and I think that naturally, in this group of beings, somebody will uh, take the bell, it's a small bell there somewhere, and will, um, you know, uh, ring it at the end of the 45 minutes uh, sit to go towards the walking. And yeah, my sense is very naturally somebody will volunteer to take care of a that small community there. So thank you for this. There's been one person who was interested in the LGBTQI group. If we get other requests, we'll create a little group. There's been also uh, interest for uh, expressed by one person for a uh, chronic illness disability uh, support group. So, you know, this opportunity to sit with uh, other folks who experience something that might be uh, similar to what we experience, a particular way to uh, be uh, in the world, you know. So if there is interest, we'll do this, uh, make this happen. And one person also wrote about a group of uh, people 60 and older. And so... (laughs) If there is interest for this, uh, we'll make this uh, happen. Okay? What else? Yeah. So Kyle uh, is uh, letting us know that uh, there is still space to uh, sign up for a, a service practice. And so be on the lookout if you're bored, you know, or if you're thinking of going back home. You know, that's a step before. You just do something for the community. (laughs) Generosity sometimes gets the juice flowing. Uh, It's a beautiful way to be uh, mindful. I've done, I think, probably most of my retreats here as a work retreatant. So I would work for a number of hours every day. And it was a good, good balance for mental health and the sense of uh, being involved in the community. So you could add uh, just one little, maybe 40-minute or something, uh, if you want to. Uh, It can be a beautiful practice. You know, I'm told it changed. Before, when we came here, everybody had something to do. It was a way to, to, you know, to keep the whole thing going, you know, without uh, having uh, the cost be so, so high to, to, to come here. And so uh, 
And since the pandemic, it changed a bit. We, there's a, it's a little bit more optional, I'm told. And so, uh, but still, there's many things that need to happen uh, here for us to be able to to be here. And so, uh, so thank you for considering this. And the last uh, announcement is um, starting tomorrow morning. Uh, Tara and I will offer a couple of uh, small group discussion every day. And so when you uh, and the way we'll do it, so there's, there's enough space for each one of you during the course of the retreat to find yourself in one group, one group, either with uh, Tara or with I, and uh, maybe six or seven other people. And the way we'll do it this time is by sign-up. And so as you come out of the talk uh, in an hour or so, uh, uh, you'll see on the board that uh, there'll be the sign-up sheets for tomorrow. And every day during this talk, a sheet will be put for the next day. Uh, and there'll be the opportunity to sign up if you want tomorrow or the day after or like this until we leave. So one uh, group each is what is, uh, uh, what is being offered this time. I hope this works for you. Um, and maybe we'll say more about the content of, uh, of... Or maybe I should, maybe now, take a moment to say a few words. Uh, so if you sign up to come, maybe you know these groups. Uh, they are often very helpful. Uh, part of what happens is, most part of what happens is you'll be listening to what uh, others are experiencing. So it's a little window in the silence that we share on what is happening for different human, human beings here. Some things will be similar, things will be very different, you know, but it gives us a, a glimpse of what's happening inside all these, you know, uh, yeah, bodies uh, and these experiences. And um, it's not an open conversation. Uh, about practice, it's more like sharings. Everybody say a little something, says a little something. And it's a chance for the teacher, maybe, uh, if that's the way you do it also, Tara, to, to maybe ask a curious question about how it's on, you know, what the specific of what is being described, or to offer an element that could be useful. And so it's not a test. It's not, uh, it's kind of uh, what I like about it, uh, it's it's candid, you know. It's human beings gathering in a circle, and we're like, so what's unfolding for you? Like, wow, that's what's up. Or, oh my God, that's what's up, you know. And then we can have a little exchange, and often it can help understand what the practice is, or what's going on, or might be going on, or, you know, joys and sorrows of silent retreat. There could be a question that you come up, you come with. Or not. Uh, et voila. We encourage you to participate in one of these. Uh, okay. Isn't that a gorgeous day? In terms of light? 
And that's something I, I enjoy about uh, practice, you know, this opportunity we have to slow down. And um, I think as you were saying, Tara, notice um, human sensitivity. You know, yeah, just discovering this. It's also, a, um, you might have heard this, uh, I have to find out who said that to give credit. I mean, nothing of what I'm going to say, I think, comes from me, so <laughs> there would be credit all over the place. But anyway, I've heard a few years ago somebody say, describe, uh, def- define sati, this mindfulness, that we, what we translate, the Pali word we translate in English by mindfulness or maybe attentive presence. Could be another translation. Um, so uh, it Somebody was describing it in a very pithy or succinct, is that the word <laughs> in English? Um, and they were saying um, that mindfulness is uh, discovering the familiar. Discovering the familiar, or maybe rediscovering the familiar. And I think it's so, to me, exact, uh, exactly what it is, because we, um, you know, we sit here, uh, if that's the posture we're in here, we sit here, and that's something that has happened many times, you know, sitting, and yet we bring that candor, candid, candidness, you can do this huh, in, in American. You put a nest at the end, and <laughs> it works like magic. <laughs> so that's how I understand things to be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we sit here, and there's this. Yeah, I enjoy this a lot. I've been teaching a lot of retreats uh, lately in the last few weeks. Most of them were in French, so it, it, I have to... Uh, but it's not what I was going to point out, is I'm noticing I'm, I'm fragile. Because in retreat we get very sensitive, you know. And uh, so now I'm going to talk about the Dharma, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> and uh, so bear with me. Um, yeah that discovering the familiar is, uh, I think, is beautiful, if I can use that, uh, that word here, in two ways. It's, it's beautiful because it's, it brings insight, it's onward leading, to use one of your expressions today. Uh, it's onward leading, it's helpful, it's beneficial, it's healing, and we'll try to unpack this. Why? Why is that? How could that be? You know, how, how does it work? So it, it's beautiful because it's helpful for us. It's helpful in our relationships. Uh, it's helpful. Uh, it can be helpful for uh, being in the world, you know, uh, in this, what we call environment. Or So it's beautiful in this way, but it's uh, for me, there's an aspect of it that I find um, liberating, almost, uh, I want to say, immediately liberating. 
instead of being kind of encaged in uh, superficial attention or some kind of boredom. Yeah, I've you know, been Pascal before. I've been in a body, I've sat breath. I did all this walk, name it, eat. <laughs> Lay down, four posture, know them, you know. Uh, I've, I've know all, I know all these things, you know. So kind of bypassing or, you know, with superficial attention or, or discarding, you know, like don't care, you know, give me the good stuff. You know. And there's a kind of liberation. It's freeing to, uh, to rediscover what, uh, by the lack of attention, we, we don't notice. That's how I experience it. You know, to sit here, and you know, I've, I've been s- sitting for a few times, let's say, you know, and I'm not getting over it, you know. So I'm sitting here. I don't know how many times I've sat in this hall again, you know, again, and I'm sitting here like, what is what is it like to be a human being right now? feels like this. What is it like to, to breathe? You know, you've heard these instructions maybe as if for the first time or as if for the last time. And so that, this, the kind of spirit, maybe you could say, we bring to the practice. We have the chance. You know, it's not like we have a long list of things to do and we're busy and we have to rush through it. No, this is retreat. Things have fallen away or (laughs) apart, away, you know. And now there's time opens up. You know, time is open for us. It's like something opened up. Now we're not, you know, we're in outside time. And we have the time to actually feel and discover uh, what it's like to be a human being. We're very busy taking care of maybe human beings or this human being or other human beings. But here we stop and we come back to the very basic. That's how I understand this. Let's start from scratch. What is it to be a human being? And the way we find answers or things are revealed, it's not through thinking about. It's not conceptual, as, as you know, maybe. It's by experiencing. It's another way to explore a theme or subject. Or It's a very different way to explore. It's not thinking about what is it to be a human being, but it's by uh, consenting, consenting to experience it. It's not by describing it or planning it, you know, how I want to be it to be a human being next week, you know, or you know, or telling a story. It's not through this; it's through experiencing it directly. Yeah. So this liberating aspect of uh, oh. Hearing. What is what I call hearing? It's very kind of, yeah, very 
basic, coming back to the very, very, to the kind of building blocks of this whole mess. <laughs> Let's start from the very, so what, what happens when you're a human being? Oh, there is sensitivity. There's sensitivity to gravity. That's so far in my mind, usually. It's like the last thing in my mind, the rest of my life. You don't understand. You know, I have to figure out the rest of my life. Forget gravity, you know? And here, like, so what's the experience of being alive? Well, it presses on the butt. (laughs) That could be a start for a definition of (laughs) human experience, you know? It presses somewhere. Wow, what a trip. Okay, what else? Well, a human being is sensitive to, might be sensitive to its own movement. Wow, what a trip. Okay, what else? Well, if we stay here long enough, you know, if we do show up, you know, and slow down, and pay attention, we'll discover, wow, this is sensitive to cold, to warmth, to heat, to... I liked the way you were described. Was it last night or this morning? I think, Tara, you went, you were going through all the, kind of the qualification, the, how we, you know, the elements, but through the roughness, smoothness. So, so we sit here and we just discover this. Sensitive to movement, sensitive to cold, to warmth, to gravity. I'm putting words because communication, you know, that's how one of the ways we do communication, you know. But for us, as we are just there standing or sitting, lying down or walking, we get to experience it directly, you know, as the feet, the foot lands, you know, this kind of movement that becomes hardness or softness that becomes hardness. Uh, Yeah, so we come back to these very, very basic things. There can be a, a sense of awe. There is for me. Wow, what a trip. And then it gets even more kind of complex, and that's how the whole thing started for me, because there was the light of the end of the day, and I said, if you remember, I said, was that a gorgeous day? today well this this is this awe of like being there it's like wow it's not just sensitive to heat cold rough smooth uh, heavy light etc it's also sensitive in a much more subtle way to you know it's not just light it's beautiful or repulsive or like we're sensitive on the in terms of you know what is felt as pleasant or unpleasant it's a very sensitive system. Huh? We're sensitive if we slow down enough and pay attention, maybe in the food line or at different places, we're going to discover, wow, we're sensitive on an ethical level, the impact of something, you know, a, a move that I'm about to, to, to make, an action. Like there's something inside of us, you know, that something could could take too much, you know, or could, you know, I don't know, 
become a, an impediment for somebody else. Do you see what I mean? So as we slow down, we notice step, step, but we notice also uh, uh, pleasure, displeasure. We notice uh, how sensitive we are in an ethical, on an ethical level, if I can say it like this. And then, you know, well, maybe I've, I've done this, I'm already talking about it, but we're sensitive in, inwardly through what we, I don't know how to call it, yeah, chitta in Pali maybe, mind, mind, heart, heart, psyche, inner world. You know, you just sit this there for a few minutes and it's so sensitive that, you know, it's going to be sensitive to things, emotions, moods, ideas, you know, the, this whole play. Huh? And I like the form of the retreat. It's so simple. Hey, let's just sit there for a few minutes. No challenge. Just sit there. You know, you don't have to climb up this fence and go under this mud thing and then jump on these rocks and cross this river. <laughs> you know, it could be like this. And maybe you wish. Right? <laughs> that would be more palpable. <laughs> and, but now what we do is just like, hey, let's sit. If sitting is uh, way too painful, stand. Or if it's not an option, also lay down. You know? But just let's, let's just move, for, not move for a few minutes and just notice. It's very simple. And all this sensitivity is revealed. More than sensitivity, the, the way we make worlds, create worlds. You know, there's just sitting here and I'm like, suddenly I start comparing myself. You know, to, oh, I think this person is much more calm than me. Why? why they, you know? And a world is created in, to which I can adhere. Yeah? Adhere? I can be duped by. And by just, if we start moving, then we'll not notice so much. But because we stay here, we see that kind of production or generation of mind, you know, this thing arise, comparing past or futuring or, you know, this, this thing, me, much better than everyone, me, you know, this piece of shit that will amount to nothing ever, <laughs> you know? And by staying, we, we can notice what, you know, everything is revealed of what happens in the mind, in the heart, and how we get caught in these fabrications, you know, conditionings, internalized messages that we, we got, we received, you know, because of many things, family, thank you, society, social location, you know, Whatever it, it played, it played for us in some way. Whatever your skin color, it played out. Whatever your height, or you know, what, you know, what, whatever age, all these things, gender, of course, sexual orientation, all these things came with messages that we received, you know, and so. 
I'm not sure it's for me here. Or I know this is for me. <laughs> you know, all these things that arises in the mind-heart, you know, they need to be revealed. And so by having a very simple uh, design of the retreat, you know, let's sit for a few m- minutes. And that would be too hard to do it all day, so let's walk a little bit. That would be too hard to do it all day, so let's sit a little bit. You know, just a little half hour, 40 minutes of sit, walk, sit, walk. The silence makes things much more simple in a way. Allow for things to be revealed. And yeah, so that's the design of the thing, so that things are revealed. Uh, Our sensitivity, our incredible sensitivity. How we get, you know, rocked shaken, disturbed, elevated uh, by moods and opinions and preferences. And Have you seen this today a bit? You know, so incredible. And just by saying like, oh, let's go walk a little bit. Okay, let's, let's try. I don't want to. No, they won't force me to do this. You know, okay. <laughs> Something's being revealed. <laughs> You know, you go, you go outside. Oh, should have done it inside, or should be there where they are in the sun. God, they knew the spot. Tomorrow morning, I get, I'll get there before them. I'll be in the sunlight. And by keeping the form, you know, uh, sit walk, sit, walk, meal. By keeping the form, we're going to start to see different things appear, you know. And they might, you know, we come here for, you know, these, um, I'll call them now, afflictive uh, tendencies of the mind to be revealed. We came here for this. It's not, it seems like bad news, you know. But the form is made for us to see our, you know, arrogance or shame or the comparing mind or the how we're hooked, addicted to planning or rehashing or storytelling, narrating, describing, you know, that the design is made for this to be revealed. So it's not like something's going wrong, you know, if you notice, like, oh my God, why am I, you know, yes, good, we came, we came to see this, to see the lack of freedom to see the addiction, to see the how we get caught in patterns of mind, you know. And also we come here uh, to explore and discover the ways that the same system, body, mind, system, can, yeah, create trouble for itself. What was the word you were using? I think it started with T also this morning. Saying how, you know, the, we're not using suffering, maybe turmoil. turmoil. Uh, yeah. So the same system that can create turmoil, you know, to, in the same uh, setup, sit, walk, sit, walk, uh, eat, etc. In the same setup, the same uh, system, how it can lead to turmoil and how it can lead 
to joy, tenderness, calm, playfulness, compassion, care, benevolence, love, clarity instead of confusion. Yeah, I think I can say this. I love this form for that because it reveals how trouble or turmoil is created and how also could almost talk about beauty. Beauty, like beauty, inner inner beauty, maybe. Beauty is created. The beauty of... uh, acceptance or understanding or healing. So that's what we have the chance to do here. And it's very delicate work. I remember after a few years of practice going on retreat and there was this form, and I don't know if there was this question on that form that you filled. filled. Uh, But... I remember reading that question many times. I don't think it's there these days. Not, not sure. But the, one of the first questions was, you know, after your name, address, etc., is uh, was like, what, why, why are you coming here? Like, what's your intention, or something, some kind of question like this. And I remember for after a few years, it be, it was really clear to me. And for a number of retreats, that was really the only answer I could give in that little box was like. No one is going to do this for me. It's my responsibility. I have to put the time in. No one will, you know, I, no amount of money or being able to dispatch work, <laughs> you know. I have to do this for myself. I have to sit there for things to be revealed, you know. Of course there's other ways, you know. But this is one that I've, personally find very, very useful. But it's it's demanding. It's very delicate work we're doing. Like being here in general, like having signed up uh, and driven or, you know, in the transportation, got, gotten here, doesn't quite cut it. Is that the expression? Sometimes I use something for the first time. I'm like very sure of myself. You know, I've heard it enough time. I can try it myself. You know, it doesn't quite cut it. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it requires, and, and you might know this, I might be singing to the choir or <laughs> something like this. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's good. You're very intelligent. You're putting everything in order again. You know, <laughs> everything I throw out there in all kinds of shape. You're like reorganizing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very delicate work. Very, it's it's precise, precise in the way that um, it needs uh, both great care and attention and relaxation 
It's very precise work that needs a lot of attention, a lot of care, and a lot of relaxation. It's not, it's not easy to do. And so we cannot be kind of, a, I don't know what would be the word here, like general. I don't know, like, like hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm doing the walking. Like it's a little bit more precise than this, what is required of us. And we have to find our way in, you know. So here we're still arriving today. But it seems important to say this. This requires a lot of care. And to me, the best way I learned to do this was to pay very close attention to the instructions. To not be, uh, you know, to be very candid. Like, really listen. Like, oh yeah, I've heard these instructions many times. You know, Because doing this, I could get a little general or superficial. Or, but hold on, so what are we doing here? And before I go maybe more into, and that's what we'll do here all week, uh, Tara and I is kind of give instructions through the instruction in the morning, every morning, 8.15, every uh, afternoon during the, the talk in the small groups, maybe at other times. Uh, but before uh, going maybe in, into taking a few minutes to go into... Um, you know, uh, more of the uh, what is it that we do, I I think it's important to talk about the view, like the understanding, not so much the technique, but the view behind it. Uh, It seems to me extremely important. I'm... uh, Yeah, I'm thankful for the view. Uh, and it feels important when I had the moment of starting practice because I'm also in my first day here of retreat and practicing. Uh, it seems so important to remember this or maybe hear this, maybe uh, in a way for the first time. Um, so when we sit where we sit on our chair, cushion, bench, you know, what we are exploring is, uh, in a way, you could think of it as uh, view it, the view. View it as personal. It's about me, my breath, my posture, my agitation, or my calm. Or Do you see this? It, it can be, this, you know, a description of me in some way. And I think the whole of the practice is to actually change perspective, bring maybe bring another perspective so that we can have a mind that can go from one way to perceive things to another way or maybe get some freedom from the one way that we're stuck in. And, uh, and so I can sit here and think that I am uh, meditating, that it's my body, my breath that is a, a little superficial or hard to find or my mind that is irritated or agitated or 
scattered, you know. But another view that might be possible uh, is that as I sit here, I am invited to discover, it's a chance to discover human nature. Human nature. It's a study of uh, human nature, the universal, if we want to think of it like this, or phenomena that happen in nature. Do you see a little bit the switch here? It could be about me, but it also, I think, yeah, 100% about me, what's happening here is my breath, it's my thoughts, etc. But also, 100% not about me. And so, sitting here, if there is heartache, oh, voila. Wow. This is exactly uh, what it is to be a human being. Heartache. It happens. I sit here. Oh, lightness, joy or playfulness. Oh, et voila. Right in the heart of humanity. Joy happens in humanity. Heartache, you know, uh, body ache, body ache. Wow. Voila. We're right in it. What it's like to be a human being, it comes with this. Today we did a little, uh, you know, posture clinic, I think we call it. Just a few words on posture. And the most important thing I forgot to say was... Uh, you know, there's no, there's no posture that will fix it. You know, there's no perfect posture. You know, yes, we can help ourselves. There's there's stuff to do, but being in the body and not moving for a few minutes, of course, you know, it's going to reveal the challenges of having bones and tendons and hormones and you know all these different organs and, you know, the sensitivity. And, you know, at some point it's going to be revealed the challenges of being embodied, incarnated, you know. And when we experience it, if you experience, you know, you feel very centered and light and happy for you. And yes, this is humanity. This is what can happen in the human body. And if, like me, you're experiencing ache and discomfort, uh, voila, not so personal. I think when I talk about this, at this point I could say, from my point of view, I'm talking about the whole of the path. Going from that view of it's about me to in the heart at the very heart of human nature. Anxiety, uh, gratitude, uh, lightness, heaviness, brokenness, equilibrium, balance of mind, ambivalence, confusion, clarity, confidence, uh, doubt, all of it 
human phenomena. And so that's the view. It seems to me very important uh, as I come to practice to remember, hey, you know, you, it's not about you, Pascal. It's, about, it's a little wider. It's a little bigger. And there's something in there for me that is liberating. There's a kind of a falling into humanity, if I put it in a little bit of a poetic form here. You know, that's, that's a kind of sense I get so as I sit here. And that's why I'm still practicing after a number of years now, is because I, when I sit, there's a falling into humanity. Just when I was a little confused and thinking, a little encaged, you know, in my Pascal-ness. <laughs> it's about Pascal and Pascal. And, you know, suddenly the sitting is like, oh, look at this. you know, separated from what I want. Oh, wow. Such a human experience. Human being experience this, being separated from what they want. I want a little calm. No. I want ease in the body. No, honey. Not just now. <laughs> it's not what we have in store for you. Uh, or sometimes greatly separated from what is dear, you know, like affaché, I don't know what would be the word, like ripped apart or away from what was dear. Such a human experience. I don't know if you see the link, but for me it's very um, present as I'm speaking, is that in this falling into that view in humanity, uh, to me, there's the hope opening of the heart there, the tenderness, the compassion, the, the joy, the, there's a, yeah. You know, just when I thought maybe I was stuck with Pascal for this whole lifetime, you know, like the Pascal problem, <laughs> you know, like uh, Pascal. So many things to do to take care of this one, you know, their opinions, their wants, their fears, their preferences, you know, I have to always managing all these, you know. And suddenly it's like, oh no, preferences happen in nature. You know, the mind that clings to fear of losing happens. And one way, one particular way to, to, to play a little bit with this. And so, just parenthesis before I move on a little bit here to where I was going. A little parenthesis. When I talk about the universal, when I talk about human nature, I'm not trying to say that we're all treated equal. You know, that we're all... Uh, given the same value in society, you know, 
that would be what we call spiritual by we could call spiritual bypassing. This is not what I'm talking about. There's many level of reading here, and they're all extremely important, I think. Do you see what I'm talking about? It's, yes, it's true that all these things that we uh, that I'm naming are part of human nature and social locations and you know uh, there's different things bank account or perceived <laughs> bank account or this or that. like there's many things that will uh, make us experience uh, some things more than others maybe you know um, so uh, both and is that the way to say it And one particular way to talk about uh, human nature, or to think of it, or to come close uh, to to it in meditation with meditative presence, is uh, this word that I particularly personally like is phenomena, phenomenon, or phenomena. And this, to me, what uh, I'll try. I'll try, might succeed, might not. This is the nature of reality, you know. We never know what's coming, <laughs> if it's going to work or not. But this particular word there, to me, it helps me um, break down the sense of continuity that I'm trapped in. You know, there was a Pascal, he was there, you know, was walking on his fours, then learned to stand up. Blah, blah. There's a story of a Pascal, a timeline. Do you have, do you live? with that view also of I'm, I was here, I'm here, will I be there? Will I ever get there? And the stress that comes with it and the, the joys and the fascination certainly and the addiction, you know. This is only a perception. Honey. <laughs> it's not reality. It's just a way to organize it. <laughs> How dare you talk about moi like this, you know. Yes. It's really just a production of the mind. It's a way to organize things. You know, it's a way to, you know, it's storytelling, you know. And the story changes. No, never. My past has always been my past. Well, let's see in five years, you know, how we tell the story, you know. Maybe it's going to be told a little differently. And maybe it's moving. Maybe it's dynamic. But this story, this way of perceiving reality, that I was here, I'm here, will I be there? you know, is, uh, or I will be there, is a construction of the mind. Uh, and it's a good one. It's useful. It's, you know, it's very conventional. We agree, like, it's easy to talk with somebody using that framework. It's very useful. And it's also a little engaging. It's also a limited view. And so what we do here is we try to see, like, could could we honor it, and but not be stuck in it could we honor it take it on you know and leave it sometimes do you see what i'm suggesting here not be just stuck in that view here very limiting view very very uh, you know that creates fear and yeah stuck a bit and so the idea of a f- phenomena phenomenology in practice can be very useful for this so we're we're deconstructing reality a bit. So this fascination, this in, 
commitment, this faithfulness to the storyline, we try to see, could we play with this a little bit? Like drop it, at least for a step. You know, just a step being a step. Something that arises and vanishes. A breath, an in-breath, out-breath, being just that. So letting go, abandoning, momentarily, we can go back to it. But momentarily, just letting go of the story, narration, and just body sitting, in-breath, out-breath, tingling, hardness, softness, agitation, calm, uh, worry, boredom, desire, aversion, uh, curiosity. All these become phenomena. They're not attached to a certain I or mine or about me. And so that's another way to talk about the view uh, of human nature, of something, a different view than it's me about me. It's, the, it's this uh, seeing things through that lens, so removing the lens, lens of I. It's about me. I'm on retreat. It's my retreat. And what I'll tell about my retreat and what will I get from this retreat? It's mine. <laughs> putting this down and putting on the Dharma lens, you know, and seeing things as phenomena of nature. Oh, silence has arisen. And now, whoops, sounds. A taste has arisen and now is gone. And there was standing happened and now it's lying down. And there was clarity and now there is confusion. Do you see in the languaging? I don't put I in there. There's just phenomena appearing and disappearing. And here we play with this here. So we're doing a little bit of breaking down, deconstructing. Uh, maybe to gain some fluidity or flexibility, pliability, malleability, souplesse of mind, so that we can go to the story, the story of I, and we can also sometimes drop it a bit. Uh, we can do this because we're adults. wouldn't do this to a kid. I don't think, you know. Let's help form a nice sense of self with clear boundaries and love and uh, an honoring of self, you know. Okay, we did good. It's a little rickety. (laughs) Hardly standing, but (laughs) let's keep going, you know. And then let's come to a retreat. And now that we've created one like this and it holds, you know, let's see if we can play with this. Ah, let, let it go a little bit. Ah, no! You know, <laughs> falling into annihilation. No, let's just see if there could be just, just here, suddenly there's, yeah, heartache or lightness of heart or quietness or agitation, just phenomena, releasing the ownership a bit.
So that's part of what we're doing here. So at the moment of going for walking, you know, yes, we can choose the better, best spot available as we evaluate the situation, you know, inside, outside, sun, this, there, in the front, in the back, etc. And then uh, just discover human nature, the different phenomena of buried, uh, being heard, you know, and sight, sensitivity to beauty. There are phenomena of nature. They happen in human nature. I like the way uh, Kamala Masters uh, put it, and you might have heard this from her or from me. I think I say it more than she does at this point. <laughs> does that make, me, make it mine? Um, when she says, you know, kind of defining sati or mindfulness or... Uh, she says, sati remembers itself. It's the kind of the first thing, the first thing she suggests here that you might have heard from somebody else too, you know. But um, mindfulness remembers itself. It, so, so we're in ah, da, 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 this past, future, blah, blah. Suddenly, what does it remember? It remembers itself. Oh, retreat, mindfulness. You know, ah, oh, there's this possibility. Instead of telling a story about this and that, there could be uh, there may be a remembering of itself, of mindfulness remembering itself, or remembering the present, because this is as Tara said, I think this morning this is the field of exploration. It's good to know huh? in this research lab here on human nature what are we what's the what, you know, what are we studying we're studying present we're not studying past or future. We're studying phenomena. Well, to be a phenomena, let's say, it would have to be happening now. Otherwise, let's make it something else to help us. A phenomena is something happening here now, you know, in the body or mind or something like this. And so, uh, sati remembers itself. And then I love when Kamala says, I love it because to me there's a, Precision, but also kind of a relief for me. She says, um, just enough energy to connect with an object and know it clearly. And the first part, ah, it's worth a million for me. Millions. Just enough energy. Just enough energy. It says how delicate it is. Just enough energy, and it says, like, you can relax, you know. What you need is just enough energy to connect with an object. I think the term you used, Tara, was um, aim, maybe, this morning? Aim and sustain or something? What? Connecting and Ah, connecting, okay, so you said that. Connecting, so you agree with Kamala, do you? (laughs) (laughs) So, and I think you too agree with the Buddha also. And can I be in the... <laughs> can I come in? <laughs> okay. 
So just enough energy to connect with the phenomena, we could use that word, with the phenomenon. Just enough energy to connect with the phenomenon, to know it clearly. We could think of it to know it simply, or to know it directly. It's so incredibly simple. Just enough energy to experience the breath, to experience it knowingly, lucidly. Not to fix it, not to have an opinion about it. And even Kamala says it in that definition. She says, not clinging to the object, like we, like we cling to things we fear or want. This is a lot of energy. Would you rec- agree with this? Like when there's something I want, you know, oh, I want it, I want it, I don't want it. I, why? Why is it there? Why does this happen? <laughs> you know, this is a lot of energy. That's exhausting. What we're doing is very delicate. We bring just enough energy to touch or be touched, to, to, to be in contact with something, hearing. Gravity, press, pressing. Just enough energy to connect and uh, stay with, maintain awareness of something uh, in order to know it simply, directly. Uh, so not clinging to it, like we cling to things that we want or fear, or like we cling to things as mine, me, my this or my that. That's just a little too much energy. It's going to be exhausting. It's not economical. And so here we play with this. It's not easy. That's the whole retreat, the whole life maybe could be just this. What is it in, in experience? What is it to actually just experience something consciously? Not preferring it, pushing it away, just like, oh, ache. Egg. What's this extremely economical way to be in relationship with events, experiences, phenomena? And so here we use, and I'll finish with this, we use maybe, I'll say, three forms to explore this uh, just enough energy to connect with and uh, uh, stay with. To, ex- to experience directly. We do this as we are in this hall here in a stationary way, sitting, standing, or maybe for a couple of us, lying down. So we do this here, this very delicate thing. We try to do this here. We try to do it in the formal walking or at that moment, if you're, you know, you're, if you're not walking because uh, your body uh, uh, is not appropriate for your body, your needs. Uh, at that moment, we do this formally also, uh, with eyes open maybe, some movement. And then we do it in all other times. That makes it three. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, three. Just three. <laughs> Sitting, walking, and everything in between. So it means the time of the meal or going to the meal. It means standing up to go to the walking period. It means uh, 
entering the bedroom, maybe as you said, the handle, you know, turning the handle, or the fubble, what is the name of the fum, fall, fla? There's a name for it, huh? Fab. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just enough energy to experience fubbing. <laughs> Fumbness. Consciously. I was there for this. It arose and passed. And then, you know, uh, moving objects, maybe in the bedroom, lying down walking in the woods, that to me would be the question. You know, how, how can there be just enough energy to experience something clearly, to connect and stay with something, to know it clearly, simply, directly? So it means we have to abandon discourse, discursiveness. It, you know, to just experiencing something simply and directly, I cannot be describing it. I cannot be narrating. or, You know, so I have to slowly, uh, yeah, let go. Let go to just, just the coolness, just the warmth. Or in a moment, just the taste. Just the taste. Let's take a moment here. Just a, a couple of seconds. just to do the transition consciously from listening to being support each other this week in this exploration may it lead to great uh, liberating discoveries Thank you so much for your uh, consideration. Thank you. And bon appetite. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.